just quickly, a belated Merry Christmas. So here's what's on my mind as we sit in the middle of what we call Boxing Week up here in Canada. So I've been having this internal debate with myself for much of the last week, and I wanted to let you guys in on it and maybe get some opinions. That debate concerns the upcoming Blu-ray release of the Kimikuri Orange Road television series, and more specifically, what to do about my Animigo DVD versions of the show. Regular listeners know that our own Kevin Ng is pretty adept at selling items on the second-hand market. I actually look up to him for some advice for Anime North and the Nomenoichi. And he suggested I should sell the DVDs as soon as possible so I can make as good a return as possible. That possible market may have gone down, though, with Discotech's announcement that the core Blu-rays will be released on March 26. So if I'm going to offer it now, it'll probably be at a discount, or with the OAVs and movies thrown into the package. And this is a thought that I'm pretty sure Austin would agree with. Admittedly, my hold and nostalgia attitude towards my library may have made it hard to sell for decent money if I'm willing to do so now. But Kimigori Orange Road holds a special place personally as one of my top three shows of all time. And if you're a regular listener, you should know the other two by now as well. So, the debate takes on another layer. In the end, my decision kind of comes down to something that's probably not much different from diehards of something like Star Wars, in that you'd be willing to pay for essentially the same thing more than once in various formats. And I know I'll expand on that if asked upon in future episodes. Oh, and yes, the pre-order was with Right Stuff, which means that some other items were ordered with it as well. Which means we'll probably talk about that too in the future. Okay, that's one debate. Here's another, and this one has been a little more ongoing and topical, but I think there's a light at the end of the tunnel now. I finally decided to take the plunge on some of the streaming services we've talked about already. Let's start with Vicky, Rakuten's streaming service that focuses mainly on K-dramas. They presently are having their annual holiday sale on their second tier standard pass, so I've decided to try it for a year, beginning with the seven-day trial. I've mentioned in the past that my sister is actually the one who first introduced me to this service when she was watching a few shows on her iPad with a free membership a year or so ago. I'll be sharing this membership with her. I figure many of you are thinking that this isn't anime-related, and you're right. But I'd like to think that there's some overlap here in terms of interest in East Asian pop culture as a whole. And I did say when we brought back the podcast back in February, this was going to evolve a little bit from what it, what it has been during the Comic Den years. 
so maybe we'll talk about this a little more as 2019 goes. Which leads me next to Crunchyroll. I'll take the plunge into a subscription a little later tonight. The only real question will be what type of subscription to purchase. Should I go monthly, go quarterly, or go annually? And yes, I'm aware of the upcoming price increases in the new year, which will make this call a little more interesting, certainly not as cut and dry. The Crunchyroll subscription is a little bit of a realization as to how behind I am on the anime and manga scene now, but if I'm going to have any sense of the current scene, I have to explore, right? Kind of reminds me of the motto on Ontario license plates. Yours to discover, if you can afford it. So this might be one of the better ways I could afford to make my own discoveries. So any suggestions on what to watch here? Actually, before we end off, I'll put my NHK hat back on and make two suggestions to all of you myself. But much like any other thing I suggest, by the time you hear this, chances are they're no longer available to be watched through normal means, and you'll have to find them by other ways. But we'll mention them here anyway. First suggestion is the latest episode of Entertainment Nippon, which featured performances from a King Records concert in Shanghai back in October. King Re Records, among other things, are known for their anime soundtracks, and this concert was an Anisong concert, which featured names that even I would recognize, like Yoko Takahashi, Angela, and Yui Horie, who I admit I once had quite the crush on years ago. This was worth the watch for me because I heard songs from years past that I haven't heard in a very long time. Most notably, the opening song that'll be featured here, and I'll leave it to you to find out what it is. I'll place a link on our page, but once again, it's worth noting that NHK is set to take the video down on Saturday, which might be when you hear this. Whenever NHK World does an Entertainment Nippon special, it's usually worth watching because in the past, they featured artists ranging from Lisa to Perfume to Joe Hisashi. Now as for the other suggestion, last year NHK World did a music special called Songs of Tokyo to highlight the music scene in the lead-up to the 2020 Tokyo Olympics. It proved so popular that they did it again for this year. Also taped in October in the NHK Hall in Shibuya, this year's show featured more than a dozen music acts that would appeal to fans of J-pop and Annie songs as well, with names like Air Aoi, Mea Uchida, Nogizaka 46, and Hiroyuki Sawano performing. Although the appearance of Enka singer Sayori Ishikawa and veteran boy group Da Pump is a good shout out to older fans too. Can't believe Da Pump was in there though. I remember their performance of Rhapsody in Blue on the Kohaku Utaka Sen 
almost 20 years ago. In many ways, this special feels a little bit like NHK's annual red and white New Year's special, too. It's roughly four hours long, there's an hourly news update, and the acts in the latter part of the show tend to appeal to older viewers. NHK World originally presented this in four parts over two weekends back in November. An encore presentation is set for New Year's Day and January 2nd on NHK World Japan, so check your local listings for exact times. But if we're lucky, they'll also place the video on demand back on their website too, which was also available until early December. I'll cross my fingers hoping that comes back as well. I'll also cross my fingers that I'll somehow find a way to see this year's Kohaku too. Okay, that's it for our 2018, the return year and the first year of the Six Talk era. We're just dipping our toes in the water, so in 2019, we'll try to get in about knee deep. So thank you so much for listening in again. I do have some resolutions for 2019 here, but I'll have to tell you about them later on. That said, I would suggest you resolve to keep up with us to see them. AnimeRoundtable at gmail.com is our email address. www.AnimeRoundtable.com is our website. And you can follow us on Twitter at AnimeRoundtable and our Facebook group. Of course, the entire Six Talk SoundCloud archive is available at SixTalk.com as well. Hope to hear from you, and I'll see you in 2019. Yoi o toshi o umuke kudasai.